0: mic on episode 43 what's wrong with Orny Adams it's like the flu it's like the flu people keep saying Omicron it's like the flu I don't care if I get it it's like the flu since when do people want to get the flu I don't want to get the flu and I don't want to get the the COVID version that's like the flu I get a shot every year so I don't get the flu people nothing's making sense to me anymore it really isn't. I'm trying to take COVID seriously. I've canceled my New Year's Eve shows out of uh, an abundance of caution. And I just, I, 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 I think we just get, we need to get beyond this. But something just confused me. Like everybody seems to be getting Omicron. Okay. It's spreading. People I know that are triple vaxed are getting Omicron. So why are we checking vax cards when we go out to eat anymore? If people that are vaccinated are getting it, then what the... F- is the vax card good for? Episode 43. You know, this isn't even the way I wanted to start the show. What's his name, Kevin? Oh, stop it. That's not the... Here's how we start the show. Ready? Is the mic on? This is the real beginning. And somehow I got I got carried away with this. Uh, it's like the flu. Let me start over. <clears throat> is the mic on? Remember a couple of weeks ago, I posted a video on TikTok about ref- uh, uh, microwaves in hotels and people stealing them? Well, I turned that thought into a bit on stage. This is me at the Irvine Improv last week. Last week, and I'm in a hotel, and there's a microwave. I thought I was at a high-end hotel. There was a microwave in the room. There was a microwave, and on the microwave was a sticker, a printed-out sticker. Just a printed, like, you know when you print a sticker, like Tim's Shoes or whatever? It said, property of Luna Hotel. With a sticker. It's not going to stop anybody from stealing the microwave. A sticker? You want to steal the microwave, just rip off the sticker and steal the microwave. Which means there must have been some confusion. There must have been some confusion. Which means at one point, this discussion must have gone on. Honey, did we bring the microwave or was a microwave here when we got here? I can't remember. No, it's the same microwave we have at home. Should I put it in the suitcase? Well, there you go. There you go. And look at this headline from today. World's rarest tiger born at London Zoo. Naming contest underway. I can't believe this headline. Come on, London. You, you can't be making the same mistake twice. Do we all remember what happened in 2016/17 with Bodie McBoatface? This is a disaster. I'll discuss this at the end and many other things. But first, this is our year-end 2021 wrap-up show. What's wrong with Orny Adams? Not much, according to me. What's his name, Kev? Orny. There they are, Harlan Williams, Kevin Hearn, singing the theme song of What's Wrong with the Winnie Adams. I invite anybody to make their own version of this and send it in, but uh, nobody's nobody's done it. <laughs> What's Wrong with the Winnie Adams, episode 43. New Year's Eve shows are canceled. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to play you an incident that happened to me at the Late Show Friday in Irvine. I don't know why Late Shows uh, always have to act like Late Shows. So consistent. We're going to talk about the documented Ken and Barbie murders. And also, uh, I'm reading a book, uh, Talking to Strangers, Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, This is actually, when you read the introduction, it's the premise to why I started this podcast. It was to talk to strangers and see what interesting stories they had. He turned it into a book. I've turned it into a podcast where I sit alone in a Shasta trailer and talk to myself and to the many people out there. I want to thank everybody that has continued to. Uh, correspond with me uh, on social media or email me at what's wrong at com. Thank you so much. And you know, I I really appreciate, I wanted to do a podcast yesterday, but lost power. It's been raining nonstop. Today's the first day of sunshine in about a week. And so I'm doing a podcast, but I wanted to do one yesterday, lost electricity. I, I, I said, uh, you think this is the way I want to spend New Year's Day? Wanted to do it yesterday, but I feel an obligation to keep in touch, and I love doing this. So thank you to everybody that wrote underneath that post and was very encouraging. Uh, I really appreciate all the people that listen, the people that started from the inception, the early adapters of the Orney Adams podcast, and the people that are just coming on board. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see where this goes in 2022. And somebody just tweeted that they appreciate that I do this uh, when my schedule is sort of returning to normal, or was was uh, and I was working on the road so much because it is difficult to do this when I'm on the road. For instance, I've been up all morning uh, continuing to write and research for this podcast and find um, stuff that I think is interesting for, for you guys. I, mean, I just I don't want to get up here and just you know run my mouth although I think that would be interesting. So let's 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 see what's going on. Here's the other thing. people, people. I haven't... Hold on. This is Horny Adams. Stand-up comedian. Human being. Part-time podcaster. Sometimes I act on a show called Teen Wolf. And I've done some other acting. But I'm here today... Begging people to stop sticking their hands... Through metal gates at the zoo to pet tigers. This happened this week in Florida, and unfortunately they had to shoot the tiger because the tiger did what a tiger does. You know what a tiger does? When a hand goes through, tiger goes to shake it with its mouth. Why are we shocked that this went on or goes on? How many people need to tempt the tiger by trying to pet it? I know we all saw Tiger King and we thought it's really easy. I saw Tiger King, you know what? I saw a bunch of people that are very lucky that they all haven't been uh, chewed to death and eaten by the tiger. Tiger doesn't speak English. Tiger doesn't know why you're putting your hand through this gate. You're a stranger, and now the tiger's dead. It's unacceptable. I'm asking everybody. Of course, this happened in Florida. Everything, everything bizarre, bringing this, bringing this down. Everything bizarre happens in Florida, of course. I mean, look, look at this headline. Look at this headline. F- uh, Florida man. Florida man I'll put I'll put all this stuff on the uh, up on the screen. Florida man is from the AP. I mean, do I have to read further Florida man? You know this headline is not going to end well. Florida man. Florida man with drugs around his penis denies they were his. I I don't know how old this man is, but um, I can tell you in my lifetime and I've lived uh decades. Not once have I uh woken up or taken off my pants or my uh, knickers, as the British would say. Or have been pulled over by the cops and they've taken my pants down for whatever reason. Never in my entire life have drugs magically appeared around my penis. I mean, what? 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 What is he saying? That he's carrying other people's drugs around his penis? Let me tell you something else. Here's a fact. Anybody listening right now. If you ask me to carry your drugs uh, around my penis, that's not happening. So I'm telling you right now, this is is a uh, public service announcement. This is Orny Adams, podcaster, comedian, actor, person that really still has no direction in their life person still hasn't figured out what they're going to end up doing. But that's beside the point. Hold on, let me start over so we can do this clean. I'm just going to say who I am. Hello, people. This is Orny Adams. I think you know who I am. And I'm here to tell you right now. I don't care if you're family, a friend, or lover, I don't care how well I know you. I will not carry your drugs around my penis. Thank you. This has been Orny Adams with my will not carry drugs around my penis disclosure. Uh, stupid, stupid Florida. Stupid. A lot of things going on with animals uh, attacking humans. Uh, we can get into it now. I kind of wanted to do this at the end because I wanted to end on a light note. I don't, I don't want to end talking about, uh, Let's do it at the end cuz I don't I don't want to end the episode on a on a down note, right? That wouldn't be fun. Let's do this on a fun note. Here's some mail. Uh, this is from Richard. Hi Orney. Hope all is well with you. My wife and I are big fans of yours we are avid listeners of your pods and have been uh, have seen you lo- several times live always great shows exclamation exclamation now uh, not to start criticizing the, the uh, format already Richard because this is a very nice uh, email you sent into what's wrong at ornyadams.com, but uh, there's a space in between shows and then two exclamation marks makes me suspicious I believe you either go one exclamation mark or you go one three. Okay. That's, that's the way I'm going to hold this up into the camera so people can see. Um, If you subscribe to Patreon or uh, patreon.com slash Orny, you can see this video probably be up on Monday, which is what the, let's see if today's New Year's Eve, that's the first, probably the third. Maybe it'll be up on Sunday, the second. I'll post this video today. Nobody will watch it because it's New Year's day and nobody's doing anything. Anyway, I'm going to circle it right here. The word shows and two exclamation marks. Now, if you look, can you see that? You see that? Richard, that should be three exclamation marks or one exclamation mark. I don't know how enthusiastic you are. <laughs> totally kidding. Richard said the other night we were watching the above-mentioned Gary Shandling HBO documentary, which is called uh The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, uh, commenting on how sad it was when the and, and, and we're commenting on how sad it was when the world lost him. It's been uh, It will be six years in March. We were wondering if you knew Gary and if you ever spent time with him. If yes, what are your fond memories or funny stories you'd like to share with your fans? Um, I've been very public about this. Gary Shanley uh, was a great friend and a great mentor and somebody I spent many Sundays with, uh, predominantly Sundays we would play basketball at his house. And he gave me such great advice that, uh, and, th- and this again, applies to everybody, uh, just so you understand. He was a mentor and he would give me advice that was painful and wasn't easy to hear. And he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't mince words. There was no, no bullshit. There was no padding. It wasn't, he, he just, he said it like it was. And I remember, uh, some advice he gave me 10 years ago, sort of is starting to make sense now. So such love for Gary and Gary is somebody who, um, I have some of his, his, uh, cactus are at my place. I've, uh, what, what do you call it? Popular? What do you call it? Where you take a piece of the cactus and plant. I did that. I did that. But yeah, Gary, I have so many funny stories. And one of the, one of the great stories, which is documented online somewhere on, on, uh, one of my feeds in his garage was the old set for the, it's the Gary Shandling show. And, uh, we set it up and we did interviews and we took some pictures So that that was fun, but I have so many memories, but to me, it's really, it's deeply personal. He's, he was such a great friend and I'm, I'm really a different person because of him. And it is sad. It is sad that, uh, that he's gone and we lost a lot of people this year. We lost a lot of people because of COVID and I lost a listener. There was an episode called, I lost a listener and we've lost some friends and, uh, Betty White died today. So get, get ready. Get ready, everybody. Get ready for all the pictures of the, the, the people took with Betty White. Get ready for everyone hijacking her death and making it about them. Here come the I met Betty White. Wait till you hear this story. Or she was as great as people. Who gives a shit? Let's dance off that thought. Does this sound like that song... Intergalactic frozen yogurt, frozen yogurt, intergalactic, 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 frozen yogurt. Was that the Beastie Boys? Intergalactic frozen yogurt, frozen yogurt, intergalactic, intergalactic, frozen yogurt, frozen yogurt, intergalactic, bump up bump, 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 bump. The song goes on for another minute and seven seconds. Bum, 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 bum. I'm just winding, i winding it down. This is an email from uh, Kirsty. Hi Orny, I was just thinking yesterday, I really need an Orny podcast so today. Today I was happy when I saw your tweet saying it was here. I thoroughly enjoyed episode 42 and what you were saying about not getting stuck in a rut. Really put some perspective into my head because I've really been feeling like that recently. I have a feeling, Curse, you're going to feel like that your entire life. You're going to have r- periods of ruts and periods of not ruts. But the ruts are good, ruts make you stronger. But here's my advice get out of the rut, cut the habits, cut the repetitive behavior, bum, 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 bum. force yourself out of it. I had to force myself to do this podcast today. Also, this is from Kirsty. your unfunny bits are some of the best bits, <laughs> and I love your honesty and your realness. Well, it's supposed to be a mix, so I'm glad you appreciate that. She appreciates 90 Day Fiance, and uh, yeah, so on and so on. She gives me permission to read it. Thank you. Thank you, Kirsty. She is in Scotland. Scotland, thank you for listening. I love when people from all over the world, uh, I'm going to talk to my friend in Singapore. I'm not going to talk to him, but I have some advice for him. I read that email already too. So, let's see. Did you see the Ken and Barbie documentary? My sister, my sister said you gotta watch this. It's, it's, uh, and of course it's on another subscription channel. We're all sharing. One family has Amazon. One has Discovery. One has Disney. One has I have Acorn now, and I'm watching in the line of duty. Uh, so. Yeah, we all subscribe to something different and and you share. I mean, who could afford all this stuff? I mean, it's just, it's subscription hell. But Ken and Barbie, which I believe is an American doll, right? Ken and Barbie. Well, these two kids were from Canada and they were uh, good looking, according to the media. uh, I'm taking a sip. I've got three fluids going, but this one's ginger and lemon. They were up in Canada. And this guy, the Ken guy, marries this Barbie woman, and they commit these crimes together, They, uh, which included... It's really, really dark. They assaulted her younger sister and murdered her younger sister and murdered some other people and had sex slaves. And really, what... How many of these documentaries exist? I mean, how... This is really rampant. These m- murders, these sociopaths that live amongst us. So I was thinking to myself, I felt like he was a leader. I don't know. There are, there are some missing tape This is the best part about the documentary. The, he recorded it. This idiot. Record, they recorded the crimes. They recorded the assault. They recorded the rapes. They recorded the murders. This was like 20 years ago when VHS had just come out or high eight or whatever. So it's on tape. So I haven't seen the tapes, nor would I ever want to see these tapes. So I don't know who was really leading who, but I get the sense it was him. Oh, I know. You know why? Because he was a rapist. He was like this rapist in the area, uh, uh, that then married this woman and she found out he was a rapist. Then they committed these crimes to get, this is, this is insane. But they, they videotaped everything. And then they, he knew that he knew his wife was turning on him. Like she decided that the, 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 the gig was up. And it's time to turn herself in and save herself. So she went in and turned her husband in and said, hey, this guy's raping and murdering people. Turns out she's more complicit than that. And then she got immunity. This is how I hate the legal system. Even up in Canada, Canada shenanigans. She, she got immunity. She got like a pass because she was going to, you know, turn state evidence on him. Turns out she's more involved. And she said that there were these tapes. So what they did was they went to his house and he knew that she was talking to the police. So he hid everything. So they, he, they ripped this house apart for like six or seven months trying to find the the stupid police ripped up floorboards. They ripped up the stairs. They went, they dug up pavement. They looked effing everywhere except for where these tapes were, because he told his lawyer, he, his lawyer, uh, he said, listen, this is where the tapes are. Go grab them because the tapes are going to show that she's more involved than she says. So it's, it's sort of like he knows he's busted, so I'm going to take her down with me, I think. I don't know. There's been no interviews with him uh, that, that, that that I, at least they didn't show this on the documentary. So the lawyer goes, they're, they're above a, light, like if you unscrew like a, a, a fixture, like maybe it was in the bathroom, they were like down the, the police missed this. So now his lawyer decides not to turn over these, uh, these tapes. I could never ethically, ethically ever, ever not turn over something like that, that shows the crime being committed and would put these people away because she ended up getting something like 10 years because she cooperated. It's disgusting. And and people like that, lawyers like that are disgusting. I understand you take a, an oath, but at some point, if you have this evidence, it, it has to be turned over, which I think became part of of the case. But here's the real question and why I've been going on and on and on. Would she have committed these crimes? Because she participated with the rape of the women and she actually, one woman, she actually went and I think kidnapped herself and brought back to the house and then tied her up in the basement. And by the way, they killed one woman and she was in the basement while they were having like Christmas dinner or something. Lovely couple, really lovely couple. Not too sure why I don't have friends like this. What happened was, would she, the question I have, would she have committed these crimes if she never met this guy? Obviously, she skewed towards that type of behavior. She had a propensity, a or propensity, or popcorn bag of to do these sort of crimes. Because I'm not doing, it doesn't matter who I meet. I'm not, you know, I meet a woman and she's like, hey, you know what, let's go, let's go rob some banks and be like, ah, oh, I'm out of here. Thank you. This was, this was fun. You know what I mean? Like, I can't be... Like, we, we discussed the Milgram experiment where people would listen to authority and would zap people if the uh the, the, they were the teacher and the learner wasn't giving the answers correctly. <clears throat> Remember that? Remember that? Incorrect. You'll now get a shock of 105 volts. <coughs> Hard head. head. Remember this experiment? Talk about Just this how far time. can you go in this thing? Remember that? Stanley Milgram. I'm going to discuss at the end when I discuss the uh, Malcolm Gladwell book, if we can get to that. I'm going on and on. Would she have committed these crimes if she had not met him? Or would she have been somebody who had the capacity to, but never acted on it? That's my question. Because what are what are the chances that two psychopaths that want to rape people, women, and, and, and kidnap them, rape them, and kill them, actually meet and com- commit the crime together? How could... How could I can't even find a woman that will let me sleep with the TV on? How is that possible? We're on fire here. Episode 43. What's wrong with Ornie Adams? Fire it up. Got a lot of new music. That's why I'm playing it. New Year's Eve shows canceled. Canceled. Sorry for the people that bought tickets, but it's just not safe with Omicron, even though it's just like the flu. It's just like the flu. I mean, it's just like the flu. Every year, we don't want to get the flu. And people die from the flu. It's just like the flu. People are just saying dumb shit. 2022, let's stop saying dumb shit. Let's just stop saying dumb shit. Ken and Barbie murders. Oh, what a world. You know what I mean? What a world. Bringing that down. What What a world. I mean, it's like, you know, everybody's just bummed. This has just gone on way too long. It's like, you know... You just want to get out of the house and you get out of the house and then you, you know, you get on a flight and people are punching each other or you go to the supermarket and people are fighting over masks or whatever. I don't like we're such a hostile society all of a sudden, you know, people honking, cutting you off like there's no nobody cares about their being used to. Don't. Can we just eliminate the horn? Let's just get rid of the horn. Nobody cares about the horn. The horn should only be used if you're trying to prevent an accident. But even then, it's like if somebody's like texting and they're about to hit you, they'll be like, fuck you. You know, they don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody takes responsibility. Like when I was growing up, if somebody like honked at you because you didn't use your signal, you cut them off, you were like, "You're like, oh my God, you were sort of ashamed. You're like, oh, I can't believe I feel bad. So, sorry, sorry. Now it's like, you know, get out of the car, you know, and the people try and punch each other. Like we've, this world, it's got to stop everybody. Seriously, stop. Stop acting like kids. 2022, stop acting like kids. Not everything has to be elevated to the point of a fist fight or people yelling at each other or people record. That's what I hate about TikTok. TikTok on my feed, now I probably slipped into some, you know, perverted algorithm, but all I have are women dancing. And the formula is uh, like if it's in three steps, it's like part one. She sort of smiles and sets the camera up, and then she reveals, like pulls up her shirt a little or adjusts her pants, and and then part two the dance starts and part three ends. Her ass is in the camera. That's all I get. Thanks, thanks TikTok. Thanks for reinforcing. There's the the void in the world, and then there's a lot of prank videos which I'm sick of people pranking people. Like they'll go into a store and they'll go, where's the toy section? And they're in the toy section. And then they, the worker reacts and they record it. And it's just like, it's it's just mean spiritedness. And it's like, it's got to stop. It really, it really does. If not, get me, get me to Mars. And and by the way, get me to Mars before there's oxygen. I don't give a shit. I'll touch Mars and I'll die. But you know what? You'll remember me as the guy who went to Mars without oxygen. Um. So Yeah. We're all fatigued and tired of this crap. We we really are. We really, really are. <sighs> want to hear about the uh, predictions? Notris, notris. Nostradamus. His real name is Michel de Nostradam. We call him Nostradamus over here. Anyway, this guy, uh, he's from what? Uh, like the the fifteen hundreds. Made all these predictions. And people subscribe to it. And every year they think his subscriptions come... Subscriptions. Uh, makes all these predictions. Makes all these predictions. And every year, everybody th- th- thinks, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. Wait till you hear what his prediction sound like. It could mean anything. It's ridiculous. Like, and the reason I thought about this, because I was watching late night TV again, and an ad came on for a Psychic Hotline. How are people still falling for this? These psychics don't, there's no psychics. If, if there were psychics, they'd live in mansions and they wouldn't live, they'd be in shacks on the side of the road. If you can predict the future, then use that to buy lottery tickets, stocks, whatever, gamble on games. Oh, I know the future. Come on, come on into my roadside shack with my crystals and I'll and I'll, and I'll tell you your future. Why don't you tell me the future of whatever the, the score of the basketball game is or the Super Bowl? Uh, so in 2021, this is what uh, in, in 1550 or whatever, Nostradamus predicted. Fire do I see that from the sky shall fall. And everybody saw this as an asteroid hitting the planet Earth. Well, that didn't happen, except in a movie on, on Netflix called Look up, up There, Look Up There, Don't Look Up, whatever it was called. 2022 uh Nostradamus predicts inflation and starvation now I think I think we have starvation every year but right right of us no abbots monks this is this is this is this is what he predicted and this is and people deduced inflation and starvation no Abbots monks no novices to learn honey shall cost far more than candle wax so high, so high the price of wheat that man is stirred. His fellow man is to eat in his despair. uh, uh, uh d- 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 maybe all of a sudden honey costs more than candle wax for for re. I mean, this who's buying candle wax? I don't know. These are dumb global. Then twenty twenty two, Nostradamus has predicted global warming. This is he predicted this in 1555, like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea, the black sea's living fish shall all but boil. Well, that's very dramatic, all but boil. So uh, I'm starting to think, oh, there's more to it. Half starved shall be the local folk to cut them up shall toil this this could apply every year, like the sun, the head shall shear the sun and the black Sea's living fish shall all but boil, half starved shall be the local folk to cut them up shall toil. Here's his third prediction: <laughs> Do I have to continue? I mean, seriously, the rise of artificial intelligence, this is the dumbest one. Technology has evolved so much over the last few decades that it's hard to predict what developments will be made one year to the next. That makes it even more impressive that no Nostrad- I don't even know what for, uh, source I pulled this from, that Gnosis appeared to hypothesize about artificial intelligence almost five, five decades ago. Decades? That's a typo. Centuries. Centuries, you F-head. I don't even like this source. I don't even know what it, the difference between a decade and a, and a century is. But anyway, this is what uh, Nostradamus said, or uh, no, Michel said. The moon in the full of night over the high mountain. The new sage with the lone brain sees it by his disciples invited to be immortal. Eyes to the south, hands in bosoms, bodies in the fire. What, what about that says anything about artificial intelligence? No, nothing says, uh, th- 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 this doesn't say uh, c- Siri's listening to me. That's what I want to see. This guy, there was no, there was no, I'm thinking, how could this guy even predict anything about technology? There was no technology then. So what did I do? I went online and said, I want to know what were the advances in the 1500s. Okay, ready? Let's start with this. The watch, the watch, 1500, the watch, the fire engine, the pistol, the lead pencil, Obsolete. Why didn't he predict that? Why didn't he predict? Hey, this lead pencil. Uh why why didn't he say that? Where's 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 Nostri's words? Where's Nostri's words? Hold on. I got this. Hold on. Uh, the moon in full of night over the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it. The lead pencil will be obsolete. Eyes of the South, hands in bosoms, died of lead poisoning. Bodies in the fire of lead poisoning. I mean, come on. He didn't even predict the musket, the worst-aiming gun ever. The musket can be eight feet away from somebody, point it right at them, and miss. The musket, the the glass of eye, microscope, thermometer. Which is uh, why didn't he predict the thermometer, which they were shoving up our asses back then? Now doesn't even touch us. No system. Why didn't he say that? Where's his prediction? Where is it? What? Where is this? Where, where's the other one? Where is it? Come on. Oh, no abbots, no monks, no novices to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. These thermometers that they're shoving up our ass will someday not even have to touch us. They'll just point it at our forehead and then they'll just not even look at the results and tell us to go in and eat at the restaurant. Why didn't he predict that? No, Struss. What else did. Uh, what else? The flushing toilet. Okay. They did. He he did he did. The flushing toilet was uh, 1597. So in those predictions, he couldn't have said, uh, "Ye, the sun from the, the the moon will be swallowed from the the tidal the wa- the water the water from the the from the seas shall be circulating in bowl which we flush and away goes our waste." Why? F- f- screw you, Nostris. This is the new interstitial music. I guess I don't know. I'm already. I'm already over the new music. I do hope that uh, 2022 feels like this, though. One big dance party. One big dance party. No stress, no stress, no stress, Thomas. 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 Did he predict? his other predictions? Did he predict in 2021 20, uh, that I would be heckled at the Irvine Improv, bringing this way down? Did he predict that? Did he predict that I would be heckled? I can't believe people are still heckling. Like, just sit there at a comedy show and shut up. Like, the concept is very simple. Uh, you guys show up, have some drinks, enjoy yourselves. Just sit there and enjoy. And then if the comic addresses you, yeah. If a drink spills, yeah. But but there are people that sit there and talk. And then you'll say something to them and go, "Hey, can you just stop? Can you stop? And and uh, and and they don't even. They're not even. Again, it's like the people in the streets fighting. We've just turned into one big fist fight. One big me show. Me, me, me. All about me. It's all about me. So. Comics notoriously joke about how bad the Friday Late Show is. Well, Friday Late Show in Tacoma was bad. Friday Late Show in Irvine was bad. And I'll be honest with you, I'm above this shit. And I say it on stage. Wait till you hear what I say to the audience. And I'm playing the clips. They're a little bit blurry, so I'm not going to go full screen. I'll just have it, like, sort of behind me. But wait till you hear what I had to say to this audience. And if you're a young comic... It's taken me years to get to the point to have the confidence to to really do this and stop a show like this. But I was watching a special on Netflix the other day, and the comic was so polished, and the timing was so perfect. And I thought, that's theater timing. That's a comic that gets to play theaters. I've been um, outcast to the clubs, and... uh, I would love to be in theaters. I truly believe that if I was doing stand-up comedy in theaters, my act would be different, different tempo. I'm not too sure I would have developed the style where I'm as fast and I yell as much. Because if you look at the earlier clips of me, I'm not doing that. I'm more thoughtful, more deliberate. I take my time. But I think you just, most of the time you're on stage... Like you want to create silence because silence creates tension. Tension creates a release when you say the, the punchline. Hence the phrase "pregnant pause." But you can't do that most of the time in clubs because you're just waiting for the table on the left, the table on the right, table on the back, that the, the 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 somebody yell out an order too long, whatever it is. When you're in a theater, you don't. I, I'm I'm like I'm on stage. I'm constantly flinching. I'm like, oh, I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm just when's it coming? When's it coming? When? 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 when 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 am i going to get interrupted when am i going to lose my thought when am i going to feel disrespected it, it's it's horrible so this is uh this is a video there was a woman in the front row that would not be quiet now what happened was and i thought this was great i want to just uh really thank and commend the irvine improv and their staff for the way they handled this group friday night late show there was a group of maybe 20 20 plus people that were in the front section bought VIP tickets and they couldn't care less that there was a show on. They might as well have been at a sports bar facing away from the TV and not watching the game that everybody else is there to watch. They didn't care. They were talking about they were disrupting people and they were asked repeatedly to be quiet. They got thrown out before I even got up on stage. That takes a lot, everybody. That takes a lot. You got to be a special, special low-level audience member to get thrown out before the headliner even gets to the stage. But what I thought was great about it was, we were backstage, my agents were there, and I said, this person's got to go. My agent ran out and made sure they were thrown out. And the club did not dispute it at all, even though they probably lose money because of it. But... These people should not been in that should not have been in that show. This isn't, this is I'm not background. We're, comics are comics on stage are not background, we're not music, we're not comics for you guys to talk over. Shut up, enjoy the show, or don't be there. And you're ruining it for all the people around you. You're so unaware, which is really the theme of, of modern humanity. People are so unaware of what's around them. Look around, look at the way people are reacting. You, you should be horrified at the way people perceive you and and see you and the way you come across. They got thrown, so they threw, they threw, which is great. They threw this group out when I wasn't on stage So it didn't one, disrupt my show. Two, uh, they couldn't blame me. They couldn't go on social media and go, he he's horrible. We we were waiting all year to see him and then he threw us out and we were just trying to have fun and we were just trying to be part of the show and we were making the show better and nobody around us was bothered and nobody said anything we loved. That's what they would say. So they got him out. I, it's clean of me. Thank you, Irvine Improv, for keeping me clean of that. So they throw him out. Now the problem is it's awkward. I'm, I'm on stage two minutes later after they finally got him out. And they were despicable, from what I heard, to the staff in the lobby. One of them was saying how Richie was throwing $100 bills at the manager. And then when the manager went to pick it up, he goes, oh, no, no, no. And then he picked it up what a fool, what a fool, uh, you know, loaded when they got in there and maybe they shouldn't be allowed in when they're that loaded. Maybe they shouldn't be served that much, whatever we can, we can discuss all this stuff. Uh, so now there's a huge gap. So what I did was I said, everybody, every guess what? you guys have been, uh, uh, you know what they do at the game? They, they, they go, two people have been uh, elevated or promoted to VIP seating or whatever. One So I gave, I say, you, come on up here. You, you now, you've won VIP seating. You're now up front. So I, I brought people forward. Well, a couple of people I brought forward were just as bad. And I thought, maybe it's this section. Maybe this whole section should be thrown out. But it turns out there was a group of lawyers there. There was another group of about 20 people. And and maybe holiday maybe uh, comedy clubs aren't the greatest place for a holiday party. Maybe just hire us to come to your corporate event and perform, and maybe people will, will act with more dignity. Anyway, these lawyers, they were just trying to have a good time. They were a little bit louder than they should have been, but they weren't horrible. And then it got more horrible. And then it got even more horrible. And then there was a girl in the front row. Everything I said completely uh, it, it would go, Woo! Woo! Look, I, 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 sh- I should play it. I think I, I, I pulled the clip of her going. Woo! Let's see. Ready? Okay. I get. It, I get. It. Thank you, lawyers. Um. Oh, that's 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 the punchline. She goes, woo, their hands up, and she's turning around and yelling to the other lawyers on her party. And uh, eventually, I had to address it because although she was trying to have fun, she was actually more disruptive. And it's just a woo. Like I never say anything funny off stage, and somebody goes woo. Like, it's just, it's just not, that's not laughter. That's just f- f- ruining the show. It's just ruining the show. So I eventually had to say something. And, uh, and I said, and so now I I know she wants attention. So I said, I'm just putting this up on the screen. This is video from the Irvine improv. And this is, uh, this is a late show. This is where I, I sit down in a chair and I just, I'm exhausted. I'm done. I'm done. This isn't why I do comedy. I, I do it because I love seeing people laugh and, and all the travel I do and all the planning it takes and all the writing and all the sort of, you know, energy that goes into a show. Uh, you know, when I have the day of a show, I'm a wreck. I'm a wreck all day waiting to do this show. I put everything into it. I'm not, I'm not a guy who just shows up and just talks. I'm really, I, I plan it all much like this podcast. So here it is. I have to, I have to stop the show and it turns out that there are a bunch of lawyers and that they all know each other. And, uh, boy, is it, f- it's fun for the lawyers to see her go, woo. You know, I thought people with a, uh, higher education with a, uh, a master's degree would sort of not be so entertained by somebody going, woo. So at the beginning of the clip and I heighten the sound, you can hear her go, woo. And then you can hear what I say and I'll come back at the end and discuss it. Here we go. That's a scream. Did you hear it? I'll play it one more time. Shh. Right? Shh. <laughs> sh- sh- you got upgraded, now shut the fuck up. <laughs> She's turning around looking at the lawyers. Maybe just people in this section just get thrown out. Maybe it's just like the penalty box or something. I'm going to tell you something. I've been doing this a long time, longer than some of you have been alive. And I'm not going to sit up here and talk while people go, woo, and yell out stupid shit. It's just not my job. My job is to entertain the people that came tonight, that paid, that want to have a good time, that are listening. And it's a majority of you. It really is. And all it takes is a few fucking assholes to ruin it. So if you're not having a good time, you don't have to be here. You don't. I do. I have to be here, and I'm going to stay here because this guy is having an unbelievable time. This guy right here. This guy. Even her. Even her. They should have called. So when I say up. something like I was invited to a party, somebody else know you weren't. I mean, that's just. What are we? Fucking twelve? Go sit on the buddy bench outside. <laughs> I'm Jessica, where'd you get that flash? Um, so uh, I guess the clip continues, I'll play in a second, but you should know that what started it was, I, I said, uh, I was getting into a bit about, uh, the, the, the about being asked to bring something to a party. And I, and so I said, I was invited to a party recently and I, and a guy goes, no, you weren't. And I'm like, what are you, what are you 12? Honestly? No, you weren't. What do you, this is 12th grade level of like mocking, or insulting And it's like And you're a lawyer So that's what started all So now Jessica's one of the lawyers And let's just This is where I get into the, the, the what, How I finally Shut them up right. does... does everybody know Jessica? Yeah. 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 Lawyers Cool We're Work, party. work, work party. party What? So okay party. What uh, Who do you work for? No you don't Who do you work for? what is it law firm, law firm. Yeah. where are the lawyers law and were these people were these people that got thrown out part of the law firm ok ok I get it, I get it. thank you lawyers um, <laughs> you do have the right to remain silent <laughs> God damn, I'm on fire tonight, aren't I? I was proud of that, yeah. I just thought of that out of nowhere. The, law, the lawyers, the law, I mean, is it, it's unbelievable. Do you hear the amount of chatter and people just yelling out? And they're just, it's not, it's not why any comic goes into stand up comedy. In case you're wondering, in case you want to uh, read the pamphlet written by Orney Adams on how to be a good audience, on- this is Orney Adams, comedian. And I'm here I'm here as the author of How to Be a Good Fucking Audience Member The pamphlet that I wrote that should be handed out before every show Don't drink too much Do you have to get drunk when you go to the Met? Do you have to get drunk when you go to the Museum of Modern Art? Do you have to get drunk when you do anything? Comedy is art Please sit back enjoy the show please do not disturb the show for other people stay off your phones and let the comedian take you on a ride this is Ronnie Adams thank you I mean it's just it's just disgusting but I was really proud okay, of that I line get I get it thank you lawyers um, you do have the right to remain silent there you go remember Stanley Milgram remember this of course 150 volts. Oh, that is incorrect. People. This will be at 3.30. The 1962 Princeton University experiment on Earth obedience, print. On obedience, where they had the learner and they had the teacher. And the uh, learner was a plant, was somebody that worked for Stanley Milgram. And they would he would sit behind a wall, and they, he'd get zapped. Every time I got an answer wrong, it was like a, a, a question. And... It, it, they would give them information, then they would, like, sort of quiz them. And if they got it wrong, they got zapped. And it was to see, would they listen to the authority? Would they Would they listen to the authority when the authority said, uh, keep zapping? And the, the guy's yelling, you hear him yelling, like, ah! like you, you can hear it, right? Incorrect. You'll now get a shock of 105 volts. Yeah. Hard head. Just how far can you go in this thing? This guy's questioning as far as it's necessary. What do you mean as far as is necessary? To complete the test, we'll all the please continue. I sure don't know the effect of this thing, and I'm a little skeptical about the electricity. The, the experiment requires that you go on. To the experiment the requires you to go on. Incorrect. This 150 volts. <coughs> Sad the face. That's all. Get me out of here. I told that's, you I had heart trouble. My heart's starting to bother. That's me the learner out. begging to get, get out, saying out he has heart problem. Get me, get me out. My heart me out. My heart to the experimenter the is saying continue. The, the experiment requires you continue. Uh, I, I think we have to find out what's wrong in there first. The, the teacher wants to stop. The, the teacher is not a plan. The experiment requires, well, the experiment requires that you might continue, teacher. I that we continue, but I still think we should find out what the condition of the gentleman is. He wants to find So So, what causes us? What causes us? For some reason, And I'm one of these people. I'm very easily lied to because I believe people. Part of the reason I believe people is I tend not to lie. I tend to be very truthful, probably too truthful. I probably should shut up and not say as much when I interact with people, but I do. I'm honest and I don't lie. It's very hard for me to lie. It takes a lot for me to lie. I have lied. I will continue to lie, but for the most part, you can believe me. So I could, it's incomprehensible to me that people just lie about small things, big things. But in this book, Talking to strangers, Malcolm Gladwell investigates that with this this uh, psychiatrist, a psychologist. What is he? His name's Levine. I earmarked it right here. Uh, Tim Levine, psychologist, uh, did a, a an experiment that sort of came off of this experiment and was all about why do we believe people? Why did the people continue to zap even though they knew it was wrong? Sixty three percent of the people continued. All the way till the end, and continued to harm this stranger who was in another room. Even though many of them, afterwards, in being interviewed, were suspicious. They were like, "Well, why was why was the um, the person in the white lab coat? Why was that person in the room with me? Why weren't they in the other room with with the learner?" And they were suspicious. Also, the sounds which I just found out came out of a loudspeaker in the corner of the room. They're like, "Well, why aren't we hearing the screaming, which was pre-recorded, coming from the other room?" Like why didn't why weren't they smart enough to put the speaker in the other room and have the screaming so it sounded like it came from there so people were suspicious but they continued why do people continue and 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 why do we allow ourselves to be lied to which um, happens to me all the time and it's it's very simple it's called the truth default theory this is uh, from Tim Levine okay the assumption is that people are telling the truth right? We assume people are telling the truth. Like when somebody says, I went to the gym, you don't say, I don't believe you. You, you believe that they went to the gym. When people tell you, yeah, I went to uh, Harvard Law School, you you believe them. Why would they lie? Why would they lie? And why through evolution have we not evolved to the point that we can see through uh, liars better? I, that's really what's most curious and curious to me. Because what, what this guy did, Levine, he had an experiment where he had two people come in And one was a plant, one, you know, worked for the experiment, and one was, you know, a subject that they were going to pay to do this experiment. And what they did was, it was a quiz show, and they'd ask simple questions like, you know, where is Mount Everest, or uh, what's the capital of Texas? And if they got a majority of them right, they would win money. Well, at one point, the person administrating the quiz has to leave the room, and the plant says... Hey, look over. I sure could use this money, right? I could use this money. Could you? Looks like that envelope over there has the answer. Should we should we look at it? And 30%, 30% of the people actually cheated. And you know what? I could see myself cheating. Who gives a shit about the experiment? I want the money. But um in a post-interview, or I probably wouldn't, because I I I I would know something's up uh with that experiment. They they interviewed the people and they said, well. Did you look at the answers and and people lied, they lied, and then they'd show the tapes of the people lying to people, people that maybe are in the FBI, people that are trained to pick up on on uh, on um, uh, uh, lying and deception. And guess what? Only fifty two percent of the time were those people correct that they could guess the person was actually lying, like they were. Li- people are that good at lying why can't we tell when people are lying and it's this it's this truth default theory that we just assume we just assume now is that a mistake should we not be assuming that people are telling the truth all the time because I have a feeling I'm lied to a lot more than I realize And that's a bummer. And why do humans lie about things they don't have to lie about? These are just things to think about. I want to wrap this show up because we're at 52 minutes and we've got to take this out. 2021, where am I? I think I just took the little blower sound effects off. Why did I do that? That would have been fun. Come on, Orny. What do you think? Oh, here it is. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Where is it? There it is. Yeah, 2021! Woo! Here's, here's a lesson. That I have held firmly to the belief that there never is a need. Never, never, never. For <laughs> substitution. Because I never had this situation. Some of the great drops of 2021. Godless, why they don't think they are. There's the most. There's the most. Well, I'll tell you. Here we go. Let's wrap it up. Thank you, Malcolm Gladwell. I'm enjoying your book. There's more to the look at all these earmarks. Swing it way down. What else did I highlight here? Did I get it right? Bum, 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 bum. Okay, why shut this off. Why do we why do we fall out of the truth default theory? Why do we start to suspect people? We only suspect people. Uh when the case against our initial assumption becomes definitive, we do not behave in other words like sober-minded scientists slowly gathering evidence of the truth and false falsity. Uh, we start believing, and we stop believing only when our doubts or misgivings rise to the point that we can no longer explain them away. So, and it all ties in that Milgram, and I discussed Stanley Milgram, episode 32 of What's Wrong with Orny Adams. If you want to keep in touch with me, email us what's wrong at ornyadams.com. The video is up on Patreon, patreon.com slash orny. This episode will be up in a couple of days. It's the uh, 31st of December 2021. This is my final episode, that's right, of 2021. Going out in a bang. Well, England, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, England? Seriously. Seriously. World's rarest tiger born at a London zoo. Naming contest underway. Do we all remember Bodie McBoatface? Remember I wanted to talk about this from, I think, episode one. And sometimes I call myself Orny McFatface or Fatty McOrny McFatface. Well, what happened was, and I'm almost out of energy, and I can't believe I'm discussing this. But this rare tiger, this... uh, Sumatran tiger was born about a week ago in a London zoo, and they're, they're doing a naming contest. Well, if you remember, in like 2016, there was a, a vessel, a vessel, and, uh, in England, and uh, they 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 left it to the people. They left it to the people. They left it to the internet to name it, and they wanted to name it something grand. This explorer vessel, and and what did what did the great people of London vote on? Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface, which I think is genius, it's funny, and it's nice to have a little levity. And what did the government do? Instead of allowing the people of London to have a voice, uh, they, they they said, no, we're going to name it Sir David Atterborough. which is just, you know, it's on point, but it's, it's boring. Where are my notes on this? Where are my Bodie McBoatface notes? Did I not print them up? Hold on, then we're getting out of here. I should have saved this for the next episode is what I really, I really should have done. Uh, okay. So the name Bodie MacBoface was originally proposed in March, 2016. They didn't think it, a British uh, led boat of fleet, these three robotic boats, uh, all of, uh, oh God. Anyway, here are some other names people suggested. Uh, it's bloody cold here, which would have been a great name for a boat. Um, Let's see. But here's what's great. So they they took away, and it really disgusts me that they didn't let the people of England, you know, keep their their uh, vote and keep it. But since then, a school in Austin, Texas, controversially named in famed the Confederate General after the Confederate General Robert E. Lee, has called the public to come up with a new title. Among the front runners, Schooly McSchoolface. Let the people... I love it. I'd love to go to Schooly McSchoolface School. Where'd you go to school, Schooly McSchoolface? Right. Listen to this. A Swedish rail service says it will honor the public's choice and name its new engine Trainy McTrainface. This is genius. A ferry in in uh, Australia was uh, the, the, the vote was won for Ferry McFerryface, but Australia has decided to name it the Sydney Siders. Boo, Australia. Uh, then there's also, earlier this year in Minnesota, Department of Transportation launched a contest to name eight of its snow plows, revealing 50 finalists in February. Tuesday, the agency announced that the eight winners, among them, Plowy McPlowface. The other names that were given, somebody gave up the truck formerly known as a plow. I love it. Thank you, people. Thank you for being funny. But if you're going to put up a vote and the winner is Bodie McBoatface, let it be Bodie McBoatface. And why England right now is going to hold another, another contest... I mean, it's the world repeating itself. Remember when uh, Mountain Dew did a uh, a naming contest and people were like, it was vile. Look at, Google that. I don't even want to say some of those names. The first one's the most vile for me. And uh, they're all vile. People are vile. Um, Listen, stay safe. Don't stick your hands through uh, the the, the zoo, please, uh, and, and get bitten. These animals are serious. They're done with us. They were absolutely done with us on this planet. And and I don't blame them. I do not blame them. Okay. So a guy stuck his hand through the uh, steel gates at the zoo and the, the tiger bit his hand. They had to shoot him. It's that's, it's horrible, but don't trust, be careful of all these animals again in England. A squirrel, UK residents were left reeling after a crazed gray squirrel went on a wild Christmas rampage in Buckley, Wales, injuring a staggering 18 people in two days. A squirrel, I want to own the rights to this film. I want to own the rights to this film where the squirrels are attacking people. Nobody's done this yet. And I've never trusted these squirrels. You see the way they look? They're very cocky, the way they look at you, the way they, they, they just they, they, they go after the bird feeders, they come up close to you. I don't trust these squirrels. And, and if the, the squirrel community finds out that this squirrel almost got away, they caught it and they euthanized it, got away with this, they would they're all going to start attacking us. Okay, you think COVID's bad. Wait till the, the effing squirrel population, which is out of control, starts coming for us, okay? And you can look at, look at these injuries. Look at these injuries. And it attacked two bangles, some cats, a dog. Look at these people. Look at these injuries. I'm holding it up. This is some serious shit, okay? The world has gone absolutely crazy. Squirrels are attacking us. People are attacking people on planes. People are attacking people on the streets. People are videotaping people for their TikTok, uh, humiliating them. It's out of control. This is all going to end in 2022. And to top it off, and I'm talking to my friend in Singapore the otters which we think are harmless and cute little creatures a british man taking a walk in singapore okay he's british but he's in singapore apparently these british people they're getting attacked a lot by animals he was in the singapore botanic gardens was attacked by a group of approximately 20 otters who bit him 26 times in 10 seconds okay the guy the guy says he's he's lucky to be alive the otters are attacking us okay everybody please stay safe that wasn't what I wanted to play. I wanted to play the lawyers again. I wanted to go after these lawyers, these stupid lawyers. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where are these lawyers? Okay, I get, it. I get. It. Thank you, lawyers. Um, you do have the right to remain silent. There you go. God damn, I'm on fire. Tonight. I am. There it is. Episode name, forty-three. R-E- What's wrong with Oni Adams? You can get everything at uh, TeamWhat'sWrong.com. Go to OniAdams.com/slash/tour for dates. Everything's up on OniAdams.com. This audio is everywhere. It's for free. Enjoy it. And uh, video episode, The recent video is up on Patreon. Older videos are up on YouTube. It's all up there. Uh, listen, everybody, stay safe. 2021, screw you. 2022, uh, let's hope it gets better. But let's get through Omicron. Who? And if it is just like the flu, I don't want that either. I don't want that either. Uh, animals are attacking us, and uh, I just want everybody to, you know, chill out. Chill out. Thank you to all the people that have listened this year, and I hope uh, you continue on the journey. It's, uh, It's been fun. It's been fun. Thank you so much, and uh, my name is Horny Adams. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) See you in 2022. How long was that? 62.